Friday State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. People think I'm, you know, weird having two pussies, but really, I'm just like anyone else. I, I eat, I sleep, I go to work. Just a little different. I was born with two pussies. The worst. They're in my jeans. The worst spokesperson since Bill Cosby tried to sell us Jell-O PM. <laughs> I got to thank the Warbird for that. I'll get to the good mornings here. Look, look, I, I love when, when jokes are crafted well, but I, I, I have a, a, a great appreciation for them. And Warbird sent me this text early this morning. Uh, Greg Gutterfield, guy on uh, Late Night on Fox News, kind of does a late night show, and he's he, he is very funny. I don't watch him because I, I want to steal from him because I think he's – sometimes it's really low-hanging easy fruit that he did. But he had a couple lines in the first six and a half minutes of this rant he went on against Dylan Mulvaney. And, and when he hit this line... The worst spokesperson since Bill Cosby tried to sell us Jell-O PM. Jell-O PM. It's been out there the whole time. I am so mad at myself for not coming up with that. It's, uh, it, the reason why it's so brilliant, it's simple. Mm. Kudos to Greg Gutterfield for what I think is possibly the line of the year. Now, I, I'm going to do the good mornings, and I, I got a wonderful mail. I have a couple observations from yesterday when I went out. I got to tell you, if I pass out on the air today, no big deal. Started getting some dizzy spells yesterday on the way home from the mall. Don't know what it is. I'm okay. Rested. Felt good when I woke up. Starting to get a little, little, little dizzy, but hey, that's okay. Still going to do the show. No problem. If you hear a thunk, that, that's okay. I have I have two co-hosts, uh, Bubba, as we've taken pictures of Bubba on the couch. He's ready to go. And uh, you'll probably hear him crash into my door here pretty soon, but... You got your ears on? I'm ready for you, Roscoe. Roscoe was down here in his little Jeep banging in the door wanting to come in. I was like, well, you got to open the door, and I can barely open that door. So there you go. Now let's get some good morning, shall we? Uh, it is a Friday, too. By the way, we are here on a Friday. How about that? Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, first one here with Battleborn in Nebraska says, Good Friday morning, Dr. States and ass family. Let's get it on. Fuck yeah. Good Darren says, Happy Friday, ass family. Let's end this week on a high note with Dr. States. We will definitely try to do that. If I pass out, that'll be very high note. Well, I Great fire in the house. He says, happy Friday, ass family. Arnie, this will be the best year of the week. Guaranteed. Show of the week. Whore Surrey. I hope so. Hockey player, good morning to you, my friend. He says, happy Friday. Let's start this weekend. Right, Dr. States, we will try. And now the aforementioned Warbird. He says, good morning. It's bed delivery day. My fourth sleep number bed. Well, you know what that makes me think of. When last year I spent more money. On spilt liquor. This is my this from is one the side of this world to the other than you made. You talking to the Rolex 
wearing woo. Diamond ring wearing woo. Kiss stealing woo. Wheel of dealing woo. Limousine riding woo. Jet flying woo. Son of a gun woo. And I'm having a hard time Keep Holding these alligators down That is my friend, the Warbird, right there. Oh. Oh, my lucky start. The one, the only bratty kid is all in the house. I don't kid yourself, mate. You look like a rapist. Hey, you married me, for God's sakes. I mean, come on. Jeez. We had fun yesterday. I, I'll tell you all about my, my, my story yesterday. Um, wow, look at that. Right Meow says, it's Friday, getting down on Friday. Good morning, ass. Trash Bandit says, morning, family. Disneyland bound today. Oh, you're a stronger human being than me. Uh-oh, I hear him. I hear him. There, there he was. This is a rascal. You got your ears on? I do got my ears on, my man. Uh, oof, Disneyland. Woof, that's rough. Derek says, good morning, ass family. Thank God it is finally fucking Friday. Thank God. Uh, I got the day off, and my son is getting married today. Wow. Wow. Congratulations. That's awesome. Uh, Are you low blood sugar? Probably not. Uh, You think you're pissed. You weren't the Jell-O spokesman. Cosby is super pissed. He didn't think of Jell-O PM. Oh, when I heard that, I mean, honest to God, this is the line of the year. The worst spokesperson since Bill Cosby tried to sell us Jell-O PM. I'm going to wear that fucking thing out. I got to tell you. Um, I got a, a, an email in, li, li, all of our emails sponsored by the fine folks at JS Floors. You know, the ones that don't want to traffic senior citizens th- to the delight of princes from Shittistan. No, they want to put in the best floors. Call Jesse, 775-267-4123. Uh, this is from Nick. Nick wrote me uh, a few days ago about a crackling sound in, the hound, uh, in, in, in his broadcast, and I, I, I don't hear it. I, I just don't. I mean, but but he still hears it. So uh, he says, thank you for addressing the mic noise issue on your show. I'm not sure how nobody else hears it, but it could be because I'm listening on headphones and maybe they aren't. When I'm listening in my car, I can't hear it because the sound quality isn't as good. I've tried listening on my computer and phone and same with headphones. I've done both those in different sets of headphones. I've even changed how my internet was connected. And still I hear it. I've also downloaded the podcast, No Change. I did find this video on YouTube. Now, now you sent me this video on this guy who, who th- this has been a common address, and he has the exact headphones that I wear. The exact ones. And he did some research and found that some people can hear that, and there's a clicking noise somewhere in here. So he suggests getting some silicone lubricant and putting it in, like, the nooks and crannies here. So I, I I saw the video this morning. I didn't have time to go out and get any silicone lubricant, but I will this weekend. And I will take care of it. <clears throat> Thank you, Nick. I appreciate it. And, and I know a lot of people don't hear it and things like that. That's okay. Hey, if he can hear it, somebody else is going to be able to hear it, and I want to be able if I can, if I can address it and try to fix it, Happy to do it, and thank you, Nick, so much for bringing that to the attention of me. Uh, let's see. Uh, good morning, Mr. Corky. 
Is that Fat Nick? <laughs> Buenos dias, ogre. Uh, his, how could his blood sugar be low? He's drinking sugar, pretty much. Uh, congratulations, Derek, or as we say in uh, old Aaron uh, Slansha. I have some lubricant. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right, all right, all right. By the way, by the way, great job. I, I, he is so amazing. I, I, I can't say good things enough about this guy. Christopher, our world-renowned movie reviewer. People are commenting on social media about how great the movie reviews are. They're thanking him for it. They're agreeing with him. It's awesome. And he has another movie review up. Now, I have to be honest with you. I have not read this one because I'm looking forward to seeing this movie this weekend. This is the new Nicolas Cage movie. Um... Renfield, and I want to see it, and I've been wanting to see it, so Christopher's review is up there, spectacular as always, my friend, and yes, you now have theme music. John Tesh, getting down. I recommend anal ease. (laughs) All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Now, yesterday, I was out and about in public. I had to go out and uh, purchase some things. I'm not going to say what we were purchasing. Brad Kid had to make a few stops. And I had to go look at some sandals. Didn't find any sandals I wanted. Got some, though. Got some, and then the order got fucked up, and then I found a better pair. Got the better pair. Going to be here next business day. Can't wait. Cheaper, too. Awesome. And better shoemaker. Um, Anyway. So went out yesterday, went out to the mall, went out to the good mall, the one with the, the, the hoity-toity area town mall. We call it North Park. North Park is a wonderful place to stop and watch people. And uh, we were in Nordstrom's because Braddy Kid is a one percenter. <laughs> Don't you let her fool you. And uh, we're, we're up there, and, 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 and we had to take Roscoe yesterday. So Roscoe was, uh, I, I was in charge of Roscoe. Bad idea. But he's in his little stroller thingy, right? And we're up there, and we're kind of in the, uh, I don't want to say the unmentionables area, but, you know, you know, we're upstairs, the, the top floor at Nordstrom. And I, I look at Nordstrom is kind of like the triple A of hoity-toity places. And I'm not trying to put Nordstrom down because it's a West Coast chain. But when I think hoity-toity, I think that the big leagues is Neiman Marcus. Yeah, you know, and there's a Neiman Marcus in North Park. Well, we could have easily gone there. That's at the other end of the mall, though. We would have had it parked in a whole different place. I ain't going to walk that fucking far because that mall is fucking huge. So uh, we're up there, right, and I'm watching Roscoe, and I see something in there that, that just, I see a couple things in there. The first thing I see is probably the most uppity person I've seen in a long, long time. They're walking around, and there's like negligees and stuff like that around there. And she's carrying a proper glass of wine. Like, like, literally, a proper glass of wine. 
and she's on her cell phone, and she's just, and I'm like, what kind of freedom is that? That right there, I want to live that lady's life. I'm just gabbing away on the phone, shopping at Nordy's, drinking a white wine spritzer in the middle of the day. Literally, it's 1 o'clock in the afternoon, lady, and I ain't going to hammer you if you're getting hammered. That's great. Good for you. I was like, really? And, and, and it was just really, it, to me, that was very, very funny. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo, pay me. Alicia, good morning to you. She says, good morning, ass family. How was the trip to the fancy mall? Oh, I'm in the middle of it right now. The cream de mint cream was still at wine stocks. <laughs> they got that and ripple. B. Coop says, you got that wrong. Roscoe was left in charge of you. Oh, absolutely. So, so we're sitting up there. And, and, like, and, and I guess a lot of people park up there because they're all coming up the escalator. And, you know, Roscoe and I, and I'm, I'm mentioning every person to him, teaching him how to fucking judge people at a very early age because, well, I do it better than most. And I had an observation yesterday. This to you gals out there. Not the ass family gals, just gals in particular. If you're if you're listening in a cubicle, turn it up to all the, the gals can hear this. If you insist on wearing Lululemon pants, the 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 yoga type pants, if you insist on wearing those, then I must insist on something. If you can see the seams. On the Lulu Blimmin' Pants, if you can see the seams being stretched, then it's time to go to sweats. I'm just saying. I saw a number of gals yesterday, a number of gals, that that, the, the term stretch pants was given a new definition yesterday. And I'm just like, Fuck, you left the house like that? Ugh, but I digress. I digress. Now, I'm, I'm trying this new thing here on the show. Before I get into all the fucking terrible shit that's going on with our government and all the trans and all, all the kind of bullshit, I try to find a story to start the show off that really is going to set me off. And lo and behold, I found it. Oh, (laughs) the word of the year has to be inclusivity, doesn't it? Due to the fact that the sex wellness brand Rome, it's a company based in London and it's spelled R-O-A-M, offers condoms in four different skin tones so nobody feels left out. 
where uh, I don't know where to start. Skin tone condoms so nobody feels left out. Let me just say something real fast. If in the moment you are going to break open a condom and put it on your pee-pee, and you're thinking about inclusivity, you are by far the dumbest motherfucker I have ever run into. Do you know what color condom I want? I want pink. Why? Because it's all pink inside. Second point of order here. When do you see the condom? Are you paying attention when it's going in and out and in and out and in and out? Oh, my little black soldier's doing his job. What are you doing? What in the fuck? What the fuck? Are they different sizes to match? I, I don't know. They have dark brown, medium brown, light brown, and original latex. Whose original latex color? Nobody. Get at least a peach color. Yes, because that's what we care about if we're about to get laid. Bingo. Uh, hold on a second here. Um, Bingo. Yeah. I'm putting on a black condom so I can look and go see. Black guys have normal cocks, too. Uh, if I put on the black when I'm committing dick black face. <laughs> oh. Condoms <laughs> are gross. I agree, Braddy. They smell gross, too. Well, I poised this question out loud when I found this story yesterday. And the spawn decided that she wanted to chime in. And I said the question, when do you see the condom? And she says, well, what about oral sex? <laughs> I, 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 it, it stopped me in my track. I, I was like, excuse me? And I believe her, her line was, well, we don't want to get AIDS in the mouth. Okay, fair enough, sure thing. Um, I've been out of the game for a long, long time. Is this the trend, young men? Because I got to tell you, as a grown man, I am very disappointed in you. Very disappointed in you. What guy goes out and goes, ooh, I'm going to get me a blowy with a condom on? What the shit? Does putting on the black condom make me a bad father? <laughs> I I just I I We have to have uh, darker colored condoms now for inclusivity. How, haven't we haven't we jumped this shark too many times? Isn't the shark taking a bite out of us every time we 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 jump it? We've got to be losing blood somewhere because this is this is absolutely positively the stupidest thing I've ever heard of.
Yeah, and, and and let me let me preface this by saying, uh, yes, ladies, this would be like when you want the guy to go down on you, and he provides his own dental dam. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Do the white condoms come with a matching hood? <laughs> oh, Jesus, God! I swear. It, it th- this show is so easy to fucking do on a daily basis, due to the fact that we have the world's stupidest people in the world now. Hey, bud. What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato. Round here, we speak American. Yep. Okay, bud. Mage, good morning, Asne Ig. If you are a black one, does that mean no child support? That's a cock, cock, cock. Mage, when are you going to Japan? I'm just asking a simple question. Just wondering. Because I got to send you all my stuff uh, to, to where to send the hat and all that kind of good stuff. Um, all right. All right. Enough fun and games. Enough talking about, you know, stretch pants that are way too stretched out and, and women drinking at the mall. <sighs> Yesterday was a very, very busy day. June or July. All right. Awesome. Thank you, sir. If I wear a yellow one, can I speak Japanese? Um, Yesterday, if you weren't watching the news, congratulations. You didn't get to see an Air National Guardsman arrested. Um, I mean, uh, look, look, they brought out, like, they're a police car after police car after police car. And then, like, SWAT units or military SWAT units uh, going to this fella's house. Um... It's uh, Jack Teixeira. He's the leader of the Thug Shaker Central chat group on Discord. And what did he do? Well, he was caught leaking a lot of information, posting top-secret documents since last year. Attorney General and piece of garbage Garrick Mar- uh, Merrick Garland said 21-year-old has been arrested by the FBI uh, bombshell arrests follow the most embarrassing U.S. intelligence leaks uh, in a decade. Um, I, 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 look, look. I think it's wrong when these documents are leaked and they're taken because I understand why national security, we shouldn't see them. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> yes, very, very much allegedly. Um, he went by the name Jack of the Dripper. That's, that's terrible. God, that's terrible. Um, I, I, I the arrest was to me a, a tad bit of overkill, but hey, okay, hey, this, this guy's a, a threat to national security. Now, you're saying to yourself, well, what did, did this baby provide? Is, 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 are, there, are, there, are there bad things out there? Well, there's, there's a little thing that might have happened. Uh, it, it was reported to me. Uh, it was sent to me, and I, I had to look it up. And, uh, well, it seems that the United States has 14 special forces on the ground in the Ukraine. Now, 
between us girls here. I don't have a problem with that. But you remember after 9-11, it, it was, what, 14 or, or it was 12? Rob Riggle was a part of that whole thing. They made a movie about it, Chris Hemsworth. And a lot of people are saying if there are 14 U.S. Special Forces on the ground, then that could institute a violation of the 1973 War Powers Act. Now, this was sent to me. I don't know this off my head. I'm just reading it here, reading it dramatically because, well, I'm, I'm an entertainer. Uh, Congress within 48 hours whenever military forces... Oh, POTUS has to notify Congress within 24, 48 hours whenever military forces are introduced to hostiles and is required to end foreign military actions after 60 days unless Congress provides a declaration of war. rut Now, I don't spend a lot of time talking about the Ukraine thing because I don't want to make people upset because of my stance on it. I respect their stance on it. And, and, and that's where we can end the discord. They, they understand where I stand. I understand where they stand. We're not going to see eye to eye on this. But now, when I hear this, You, you just look, and, and I'm going to get into something here in, in a little bit about this whole um, DA situation in New York and and Rand Paul wanting him arrested and things like that. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna get onto that here in just a little bit. We already violated agreements years ago. We're not supposed to put any more bases near Russia, but Obama won in Poland and added some in Turkey. Mm-hmm. I like how this whole narrative during this Donald Trump thing, and this is an endorsement for Donald Trump, but I just want to know, I love how the, the narrative during the Donald Trump thing is nobody is above the law. Really? You're violating NATO agreements. You're violating everything. And by the way, this could, if this does go on and gets worse, and it could get worse because, well, the the Russians have been fighting against allied, you know, forces, NATO forces. Now this is a this is a declaration of war. Just saying. Now, this comes back to the leak. We found this out because somebody leaked intelligence. Is this better for us or is this worse for us? Is it better that we know this and that there's a violation of a a war act from 1973? Or is it not better that we don't know that and we go and we help and we end this fucking problem that's happening over in Eastern Europe because the rest of Eastern Europe isn't willing to do it? That's my personal stance there. Biden leaked more documents than Ang kid and he's not in jail. Doesn't sound like no one is above the law. Yeah. This, this no one is above the law thing. 
They, 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 the Democrats need to come up with something new. Because y'all keep breaking the law left and right. Now, I ain't saying Republicans ain't breaking the law left and right, but they ain't the ones shouting, no one's above the law. Now, that's what happened just yesterday. Now, like I said, we got a lot of stuff to get to. All right, got that one out of the way. Oh, boy. Joe Biden yesterday. You know, Joe Biden is a... Uh, he, he is, a, he is a, a very, very special human being. Very, very special human being due to the fact that he is the dumbest president we ever had. Um, Joe Biden was being mocked yesterday by both, both sides of the equation, if you will, after his crackhead son, Hunter, had to explain a child's question to him in Ireland. And, oh, Faith and Begora, wouldn't you know, we would be lucky to have it. Dad, he's got a question. What's your, what's your question? What's the top of What's the top of The young man, maybe not in a thick Irish accent, says, what is the key to success? Well, making sure that we don't all have... Making sure he said, "What is the key to success?" Joe Biden said, "Making sure that we all don't have COVID." I'll continue to the embarrassing part now. That's Hunter coming in to save Daddy. Because the key to success. You know what I found out? The key to success is. I'm not sure I'm the best guy to explain it. These guys can tell you. The key success is whenever you disagree with someone, it's okay to question their judgment, whether they're right or wrong. But it's never okay to question their motive. <laughs> he is trying to give it. And, and once he gets going, once they pull start that fucking old Toro engine in Joe, Boy, he's, he's working the crowd. His arms are out. He's talking loud. Once he shuffles over there as a little old man, I, I swear to God, there's got to be a button on him. And Hunter had to hit that button. Uh, Dad, what he's saying is, what's the key to success? You dumb, old, unhearing motherfucker. Fuck you, fat fucking hunky. Oh, straight fire. Oh, absolutely. What a stupid son of a bitch. He really is. Well, they kept using everybody pay their fair share, but that shit wore out. Oh, yeah, yeah, because nobody was buying that shit either. Imagine Joe Biden playing Celebrity Jeopardy against W and Jimmy Carter. Holy Christ. Oh, my God. The Dalai Lama wants his tongue sucked, and Joe wants to lick the world. I was I was hoping that he said the key to success would be chocolate chip ice cream. There was a part of me that just wanted him to say chocolate chip ice cream. Pull start the old Toro. Yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, like the, this this clip is fascinating. I'm gonna play this shit again. He's shuffling. Barely leaning over. What's the top put in? 
or making sure that we don't all have COVID. What, why mm. are we talking about? Well, what are you talking about? Like, what's the what's the what's the key to success? So what's the what's the key to success? You know what I found out the key to success is? I'm not sure I'm the best guy to explain. Success is whenever you disagree with someone, it's okay to question their judgment, whether they're right or wrong. But it's never okay to question their motive. That's the motor on Joe Biden. <laughs> if that 30 seconds doesn't win me some kind of podcasting award for geniusness, I don't know what's going to do it. Oh, my God. How's the key to success by not questioning motives but disagreeing is okay? Um, it's because he's a, he's an old man that's lost, swoosh. He had to have a crack addict uh, explain it to him. And, and there was a part of me that, that I had not heard this until this morning. Because like I said, when I find stories, I try to give you my natural reaction, which is always the best. I thought to myself, you know what, maybe this is the media being hard on him. Because, look, he is an idiot. I already know. He's the worst president we've ever had. I already know. But Ogre can tell you this. There are a lot of thick, weird accents in Ireland. And maybe the president didn't understand what this guy was saying in his old Celtic language, even though the kid's like 11. But still, he could be like a company. Yeah, it, 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 and it was hard. But Ike understood the kid. Hunter understood the kid. Hell, everybody in there except one person understood that damn kid. And that is your president, Joey Biden. Now, Biden's day did not end there. No, 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 no. <sighs> a cockney in Ireland is very true. I, I was just using cockney as, as a, 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 a British accent, which is very high and very hard to understand. Um, Joe Biden yesterday was in Ireland, of course, saying he's not going to leave, which I say bravo. Um, he got to go to the, the president of Ireland's house. I don't know if it's the White House or if it's the Ale House, but... Um, Boy, oh boy, Joe didn't have a good day. I'm just going to say that. Here we go. After this stupid ad plays. Uh, okay. It's about a cerveza. Okay, I can skip the ad. Okay, they're at the president's house, and the president has this big old dog. Big old hairy black and white and brown dog. I don't know what kind of dog it is. Um, uh, what kind of dog is this? Uh, Michael Higgins, listen uh, the dog. Uh, oh, a Bernice Mountain Dog. I believe his name is Higgins. Appropriate British or Irish. So this is H Higgins, the Bernice Mountain Dog, meeting Joe Biden. There he is meeting his dad. The dog hates Biden, too. That dog barked and then took an offensive stance. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> Faith in Begara. I don't know about you, Joey Biden. I tell you, I can sense the the hate that your dogs have on them on you. <laughs> he bent over. Oh, here, boy. Well, that's weird. That dog never barks. Well, you know there are people in Ireland that are still living in the woods. They're like, that's a sign. We're going to war. <laughs> that's so good. That couldn't have happened to a better person. Um, I know a lot of people were wondering about an update on this uh, this here fella. Um, Sam Britton, remember that guy? The, uh, the non-binary ex-nuclear waste chief? The guy who was stealing luggage from airports? Well, yesterday he pled no contest to stealing bags from Las Vegas airport under a plea deal where he will serve absolutely, positively no jail time. But he will have to pay the victim $3,670. Now, I do not know what's going on with his case in Minneapolis, where he also allegedly stole luggage, and then war said luggage. On big gala events, and the luggage he stole from there was from a designer in Houston. Haven't heard anything on that story, but at least they find him um, the proper amount, I guess. Even though the shit that was in the bag was worth way more than that. Oh, our justice system. It's fun, isn't it? Bag fag gets away with it. Well, he did. He did. Did, but he did get fired. So, I mean, they're, they're. now, something I want to talk about here. Um, a GOP congressman yesterday moved to defund Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg's office. This is on the heels of Rand Paul calling for the district attorney, Alvin Bragg, to be arrested. And that's on the heels of Representative Jim Jordan um, subpoenaing Alvin Bragg to testify in front of a subcommittee meeting where Bragg subsequently has sued Jim Jordan. I am sick and tired of all of this bullshit. I I, I truly am. This to me as an American, when I, I, I sit and I see these stories day after day after day about this, when if you have just the most minor understanding of the law, you will understand what statute of limitations are. And in some cases, statute of limitations never go away. I believe kidnapping, I think rape is on there, and murder. Those are the ones that don't have a statute of limitations. Now, 
if you didn't hear me say campaign um, uh, negligence or, or campaign uh, hootie hoo, then that means it has a statute of limitations. Well, they're suing the representative for not allowing, there's a, a state law in New York that says under the Constitution of New York, and you remember states' rights always trump, you know, national rights. Um, if you impede a, a state worker from doing their job, that is a suable thing. And they're claiming that the representative is impeding Alvin Bragg from doing his appointed job as district attorney and filing charges against Donald Trump. This is what makes me embarrassed to be an American, especially on the heels of a story that's out of New York City. New York City! Where Alvin Bragg is the district attorney. A man is caught on video. On video. Shooting two men in a smoke shop. And he was released on bail. There's no indictments. They just released him on bail. How do you release a guy on bail for that? But you go ahead and indict somebody in a law. So the first thing here I want to see happen is this whole thing just all go away. Okay? If you want to find Donald Trump for something that's past the statute of limitations, fine. I, I, I've, I've gotten to the point where it's just, this is so agonizing on my brain that we have congressmen that are now fighting this fight instead of, and, and, and I guarantee you this, I, I will say this. I guarantee. I, li- I like Rand Paul and I like Jim Jordan. I, I can all but... I guarantee. They did not say when they were trying to get reelected to their constituents, I am not going to look at your needs and your wants for this community, which I represent. Um, instead of that, I am going to sue the district attorney of New York. This comes down to a simple, simple phrase. One that we all know and love so well on this show. Do your fucking job. I mean, for real. Look at that. Hangtown Jen is in the house. She says, happy Friday. Poop word of the day. Bam. Today, instead of saying you're going to go take a poop, just say you're going to go do a solid. There you go. You're going to do a solid. Maybe that's a lie. Uh, Ron Paul is the man, but he's retired. Well, Rand Paul, I don't mind Rand Paul. I don't mind his son at all. No, I, look. This all needs to stop. This all has to stop. This is the, the definition of a monkey fucking a football. Because this is so absolutely, positively, something that really doesn't matter. 
I mean, I, honestly, it's a smear campaign at the very best. This will not cause Donald Trump to not run for president. If he's convicted, he can still run and be elected president. We have legal experts coming out everywhere. I would like to know what the grand where where are they hiding the grand jury somewhere? Or 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 will they are they are they just going to fucking how can Donald Trump get a fair case, first of all, in New York City? New York City! You see these videos every once in a while going around of young conservative people, and they, they, they say all these racist things that Joe Biden has said, and they ask who said it, Joe Biden or Donald Trump, and every single person says Donald Trump. In this day and age, this is the thing I, I, that I truly hate the most. This is what I hate about this whole political battle the most. And I try not to engage too much in this. And if I do, I want people to call me out. When you say shit that is so easily refutable by one click of a mouse pad, then you have to own it. You have to own saying, yeah, you're right. You have to. But what I see all the time is that no matter how much evidence or no how much proof you have to refute what somebody stupid is saying, they will continue. Instead of saying this, they, they then move the subject down the road. They move the goalpost, if you will. They name call. Oh, I could give you a seminar. I, I, you know, I should give a seminar to young conservatives who are who are planning to get into arguments at all kinds of rallies to to bear them for what is going to happen. First thing that's going to happen is you're they're going to say that's not true. Okay, so then you have the evidence on hand, even though we all know that a few years ago. Evidence and and when you you have uh, references, that's racist because black people aren't allowed to go to libraries or something like that. That that was what was said a few years ago. True story, real real. That's real shit. Look it up. I'm not kidding. Um, so you refute them with the evidence. Now they won't be smart enough to say that that's racist because they they weren't paying attention then. See, they've only been paying attention since like 2016, which now seems like a long time, but it's not because it's really stupid. So then what they like to do is they deflect or they say something that makes no sense or has nothing to do with this. You know, oh, I want uh, Donald Trump. Well, you want to abort baby, or you don't want to, you know, you, you want mothers to have dead babies in them. Huh? So then you have to go, no, 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 no. That's not what we're talking about here. We're going to bring the conversation back. Now, if you try to bring the conversation back, that's when it gets to the fun part of the name calling. Oh, you would want it to go back there, you fascist. And then you have to try to explain to them what a fascist really is, and then this is the best part of disagreeing with anybody on the other side. 
my favorite part. They start screaming. Literally, they'll start just screaming. And then if there's a group of them, they'll have a couple of chants that they've been working out in their fucking anti-hate, what we actually do, hate group. Fascists go home. Fascists go home. Fuck the fascist. Fuck the fascist. And then the conversation is over because, well, now I've been incited into violence and I am now whooping all their monkey asses. I'm telling you, if you people are not paying attention, this is some gold I'm laying out there today. I still think they should not be allowed to do this. It's absolute bullshit, and anyone involved in a smear campaign should be knocked down. I, look, I, I agree. I, this is so stupid. This is wasting time. It's wasting money. And it's one of those events that is like, hey, look here. Don't mind those 14 U.S. Special Forces that are fighting in Ukraine, which is totally unconstitutional. Don't look at that. See, you guys weren't seeing that before, but then those documents were released, and uh uh-oh. And like I said, this is where, and I'm not going to tell you where to live when it comes to that. Is it a good thing that these documents were leaked and we found this stuff out? Or is that a bad thing? I still don't know exactly where I land on that. This is a, this is one of those Sophie's choices. Yeah, as an American, I want to know the the whole truth. But man, oh man, if it weakens us and we're in this thing and I don't want to know. And and like I said, I'm not judging you on where you stand with it. Not at all. This is one of those tough ones here. Where you sit there and you just go, well, mm, okay. And if it's not tough for you, then good. You're not a conflicted person. I've got so many weird things going on in my fucking head. It's unbelievable. And I'm still mad at the fact that I did not come up with the line of the year. The worst spokesperson since Bill Cosby tried to sell us Jell-O PM. <laughs> so fucking good. Oh, all right. Next story here. <laughs> this fucking bitch. Jesus. Nancy Pelosi. When the last time I saw a mouth like that, I had a hook in it. <laughs> um, is claiming, um, is, she says, uh, the calls for Diane Feinstein. I'm one of the baddest motherfuckers of all time. <laughs> one of the best singers, one of the best looking motherfuckers you've ever seen. Hold my drink, bitch. That's what she says in the walls of Congress. Um, Diane Feinstein that, that claims the calls for her to resign are, of course, they are sexist. Now, people could be calling her to resign because she's 90,000 years old. Dianne Feinstein hasn't been in office for the last two months because she's recovering from the shingles. She's missed almost 60 votes. Did I mention 
that she was a cheerleader on Jesus' football team. Diane Feinstein is 190,000 years old. When Diane Feinstein was young, the ancient scrolls were just scrolls. And yet people still vote that stupid bitch into office. And you want to, you know what's so funny? You know, I love how tables are turned so much in this world. I love it. Um, I don't know if you've paid attention to me, um, but there's a story that's been going on that I am dead set against. I hate the idea that we're taking books out of school. Now, I'm talking about actual books. I'm not talking about, hey, daddy's a drag queen book. I'm talking about actual books. And we're taking them out because they have race in there. They mention homosexuality in there. And there's a lot of books that have that, and a lot of great books have that. And this is the non-conservative side of me coming out and saying this is absolutely ridiculous. Do I think that there should be drag shows in school? No. And, and, and I'm not talking about letting every single fucking book in. I don't want to see a hustler in an elementary school. Well, I would look at hustler in an elementary school library, but then I'd be thrown in jail for 50 years. So I probably wouldn't do that. But I don't want to see hustler in there. When did we stop using our, our common sense brain? When, when, when did that go away? When did common sense become like a, a something we have to mine for now? <clears throat> uh, Douglas, Diane participating in the vote isn't necessarily a bad thing. She'll vote to fuck America anyway. I guess her shingles vaccine didn't work. Oh, wait, that's right. It's been increasing since the COVID shot came out. Mm-hmm. So uh, here's my st- The reason why I bring up the books thing is because of this. Isn't it strange how the conservatives are wanting to get these books and things out of office now or out of places, no drag shows and things like that? When Dianne Feinstein, when she was the mayor of San Francisco, she wanted to shut the, uh, the, uh, the, the red light district down. You know where one of the, the, the biggest movies of all time was made called Deep Throat and Behind the Green Door? What was, what was it, the, the O'Farrell brothers? Was it was at the, the O'Farrell Theater? She put those guys in jail for running a porno shop. Now, isn't that strange? Isn't it strange that since the 70s now, the Democrats have come all this way around and said, nope, 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 we want to have drag shows in schools. Hmm. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. How about this as a library compromise? Have the questionable kids' books in the library, but the kids need a parent's permission slip to check them out. Ogre? Here, you know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think that is very, 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 very open-minded of you. Here's the problem that I have, though. Because I don't think that the parents should have to. I think that the kids should be able to read these books. Once again, 
how are we treating these kids? Are we trying to protect them or are we trying to, because it doesn't make sense. We have these parents that are saying, we don't want these books in here because we want to, you know, protect our kids' mind. Then we have this other group of parents that are like, hey, we want guys who have dicks in here, but with big fake tits, flap them in their kid's face. Which one is it? Now, I'm not coming after you because I think that's a great compromise, and that's, that's a great use of it there. I ain't got a problem with that. I just wish that we could use some common sense. And if the book is called Kamala Sucks Willie's Dick, then no, then it shouldn't be a part of the library. If it's deemed, and, and this is the other part that makes it so hard about what you just said there, Ogre. And this is where common sense used to come into play, but it's not here anymore. Who gets to say what the questionable books are? Is the Bible a questionable book? A lot of fucking hypocrisy in that book. It's a book that has a lot of great lessons in there, but man, oh man, when you look at it, you go, what? And this is why I, I don't necessarily like arguing Bible against people. It's a, it's a wonderful book written by man. And the stories, I, I like the stories. I like the, the lessons from the stories. I like my, my faith tells me to believe in those stories. So I do. That's all. I do. But is that a questionable book? What about the Koran? The Koran is an explosive book. That's also uh, too easy of a solution. Educators, educators don't want that. Put the questionable books in a separate room with saloon doors covering the opening. They just have to put it in a black elephant bag to check it out. <laughs> the old fucking video clearance center. You got hey, Scott, you got to make sure that them fucking saloon doors have never been oiled. They're rusty and loud as shit. Pervert, pervert. Um, I, I'd like to. Oh, oh, we got we got Nancy talking about this. Okay. Oh. Your thoughts on what Senator Feinstein should or shouldn't do? Senator Feinstein has been a champion for California. For 20 years, I have been the leader or the speaker of the House fighting for California, and I have seen up close and firsthand her great leadership for our, for our country, but especially for our state of California. Uh, she deserves the respect to, to get well and be back uh, on duty, and uh, uh, I just it's, um, it's interesting to me. I don't know what political agendas are at work that are going after Senator Feinstein in that way. I've never seen them go after a man who was sick in the Senate in that way. When the last time I saw a mouth like that, I had a hook in it. Really? I believe there are a lot of people calling for, for a certain senator. <laughs> a certain senator from uh, Pennsylvania uh, when he was in the hospital. They turned me loose in the nervous hospital. Oh, okay. And I well. Sure. Senator Fetterman, uh, what would you like to do? You ready, you ready to go back to work? All right, then. I want to be baptized. Okay. I kind of want something other day. Oh. I reckon I wouldn't mind having a little supper. Senator, uh, you've been known to tip a few back. Are you still a big fan of Bud Light? 
Not funny, haha, funny queer. Oh, you can't say that? My God. I would think it's up to the school district or Department of Education for that state or county to determine which books are okay. If parents disagree, that's what meetings and petitions are for. Don't like the board? Vote them out. Can't argue with any of that, Ogre. Great call. Always going to sexism. Yeah, because that happens quickly. Meanwhile, petty grooming continues. Yep. Last story of the first break here. I guess Iran has not gotten the message. I, I hate to break this news. Is everybody sitting down? First of all, first of all, the first news I need to break to you is... Boys have penises and girls have diabetes. I'm Wilfred Brimley, and I'd like to talk to you for a few minutes about diabetes. No, no, that's not what it is. Um, because we've been told what the definition of racism is, we have been told this. Now, this one thing in particular is the definition of racism. We've seen it on, on football goalposts. We thought we saw it at a NASCAR race. But it turned out to just be the rope to pull the garage door down. But no, 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 no. What I'm about to tell you is that Iran is racist. Iran has executed 582 prisoners in 2022, and all were hung. No, not hung in that way, you perverts. The shocking new figure shows Iran hangs 75% more people than the year before. Now... I don't know why. <laughs> no, no, no. Let, let, let's be honest here. Most of them are going to be probably Iranians that they hung. But do, do they not have a BLM chapter in Tehran? Because I'm telling you right now, I'm out there. I'm protesting in the streets. 582 hangings? My God. Nope, next time you'll tell me they're intolerant. <laughs> well, I'm glad you cleared that up. Well, Hung, you know me too well. Girls have diabetes, so that's the difference between boys and girls. Yes, that is the difference. Were all the people who were hung people of color? A, maybe not in their necessarily terms of that. So they were hanging the black condoms. Hey, now. I'll bet those hanged people were brown, double racist. <laughs> the moral police are on the job. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. All right. Phone number is 775-357-FANS. Um, <laughs> we have more great stuff coming up next. I just laughed at the first story I saw. Oh, it's going to be one of those days, people. I'm in a goofy mood. <laughs> Well, life on the farm is kind of laid back Ain't much an old country boy like me can't hack It's early to rise, early in a sack I thank God I'm a country boy Well, a simple kind of life never did me no harm Raising me a family and working on the farm Days are all filled with an easy country charm Thank God 
I'm a country boy. Well, I got me a fine wife, I got me old fiddle. When the sun's coming up, I got cakes on a griddle. Life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle. Thank God I'm a country boy. When the work's all done and the sun's set low, pull out my fiddle and the rosin up the bow. Kids are asleep, so I keep a catalog. And thank God I'm a country boy. I'd play Sally Gooden all day if I could, but the Lord and my wife wouldn't take it very good. So I fiddle when I can, work when I should. And thank God I'm a country boy. Hungry fool, rather have my fiddle and my falling tools. Thank God I'm a country boy. Yeah, city folk driving in a black limousine. A lot of sad people think I'm not somebody keen. Son, let me tell you now exactly what I mean. I thank God I'm a country boy. Well, I got me a fine wife, I got me old fiddle. When the sun's coming up, I got cakes on a griddle. Life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle. Thank God I'm a country boy. But my dad is till the day he died And he took me by the hand Held me close to his side Said live a good life Play my fiddle with pride And thank God you're a country boy Well, my daddy taught me young How to hunt and how to whittle Taught me how to work and play a tune on a fiddle Taught me how to love and how to give just a little And thank God I'm a country boy Well, I got me a fine wife I got me old fiddle When the sun's coming up I got cakes on the riddle Life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle
Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Good Friday morning, ass family. If you missed the first hour and uh, 12 minutes, 24 with all the music. What the fuck? Friday. Beautiful outside. It's going to be like 80 degrees today. Go out and get me a little bit of sun. Oh. By the way, if you did miss the first hour of the show, no big deal. You can always go to ArnieRadio.com, join the site, become a follower, become an ass family member, and you can get your hands on every show I've ever done. Thousands of shows up there. Thousands of hours of entertainment. Why? Why? Because I love you. That's why. Cowboys girl's in the house. She says, good morning, Arnie and ass family from Sand Mountain, Nevada. Sorry I'm tardy. Bit of moonshine last night around the fire. Had me sleeping in this morning. Hey, you, you know who likes bed? I'm, I'm just going to tell you. I, I'm just going to say it just, just the one time. This is it. I'm only going to say it once. Listen up. You know who likes moonshine? Bears. <laughs> just say it. I, I, I'm just saying. Um, anywho, <laughs> get on with the show. Um, great news to report out of MIT. Man, oh man, these guys knocked it out of the park here. Scientists at MIT have unlocked a major breakthrough in a battle to reverse Alzheimer's disease. Are you kidding me? They found out, they were able to find, uh, they were able to interfere with an enzyme that's in the brain of Alzheimer's patients. Early tests conducted on mice revealed significant and promising results. Man, oh man. Now, why is this a big thing? Look, look. The person, I, I, I speak a lot about my dad. I know I talk a lot, but his mother, my grandma, my grandma is truly the comic idol that I have because she didn't let anything fucking go. Um, I mean, she would cross the street if there was a midget on the same side, small person, whatever. So, um, and, and my grandmother, she had Alzheimer's. And, and I watched her not remember who my dad was, not remember who... You know, I was, which which hurt. And this is the same grandmother that used to paint the, the, her car blue with blue house paint. Chrome and all. It's a hole in the bottom of it, and I used to wave at it. Horrible disease. Horrible disease. Fixed so many people, and, and Charlton Heston had it. Yeah. Yeah, Moses, he not only parted the Red Seas, but he's like, president of the NRA, said, you'll, you'll pry this from my cold, dead hands. He died of Alzheimer's. So there you go. There you go. Great news at MIT. Good job, MIT nerds. Uh, no, I didn't know that uh, hockey player. Hold on a second here. Let me let me uh let, let me let me let me do this the old school way then for you. Um Uh, sorry, I have to send this uh, just real fast, like. 
There you go. All right. Now, now I'm back. Now I'm back better than ever. No, I don't want to go Southwest Airlines. Come on. Other good news yesterday reporting um, that a, an international group of researchers has discovered a new tool that can reveal a key pathology of Parkinson's disease. The foundation uh, led the Coalition and Landmark Clinical Study, Parkinson's Progression Markers Initiative. Um, all this funding that Michael J. Fox has done for him has really, I mean, it is it has gotten the ball rolling, if you will. The the tool, also known as ASUNIN seating amplification assay, is able to detect pathology in spinal fluid, both for diagnosed disease uh, who are high at risk. 93% were proven to have abnormal alpha neuron. So there you go. So they're, they're finding ways to, to hopefully prevent this stuff. Breaking news, Ronald Reagan had Alzheimer's. That's crazy. Um, did you hear the nerds at MIT are finding a cure for Alzheimer's? That's fantastic. That is good news. I'll have to look into that. Well, shake and bake, there's hope for Michael J. Fox. Oh, absolutely. Michael J. Fox was touched by the news. He wasn't shaken by it. My God, what is wrong with you monsters out there? Why would you say anything like that about Michael J. Fox? Come on. Y'all are better than that. I'm not, but you guys are. Um, okay, so this story out of San Francisco about this cash app executive who, who got knifed down in the middle of the city. This is an interesting story now. Research on Parkinson's is shaky at best. This is a good thing. Parkinson's research was getting nowhere and now and getting stale. This team shook things up. Um, the Bay Area tech exec Bob Lee was stabbed to death on April 4th in San Francisco. Was there for a tech conference. Police have arrested Nima Momami, a tech executive who also lives in the Bay Area. How about if I do this here? Okay, hold on. Okay, hold on. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm trying to get the uh, website stuff working here and doing better. Try this link that I'm sending if you're listening. I don't know if you're listening, but if you're listening, you can try that link because I tried to put in the passwords and stuff. So there you go. Um, all right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I got to get back to the show. Uh, much like most of the ass family, this team, <laughs> this team was really fired up after screening of tremors. Come on now. You know I have a very dark sense of who. Oh, I, I, I'm sure. Are you sure that it didn't get the ball shaking versus rolling? <laughs> uh, good news to report, though. So, anyway, back on this cash exec. Okay. This guy got he got scabbed, and, and last week the mayor of San Francisco came out and said, uh, don't get uh, too cocky about this. Uh, da, da, da. Now, she is kind of shaking this off as, well, this wasn't our city that killed him. It was another evil tech executive that killed him. 
while the mayor has a tad bit of a point, and, and I will say a tad bit of a point, I'd like to point out on the record that he did get stabbed to death in the middle of downtown San Francisco. You shouldn't be proud about that. You shouldn't be peacocking saying, oh, it wasn't the city's fault. Yes, it is the city's fault. Any city where you cannot walk in the downtown streets and not fear about getting stabbed to death, that's the city's fault. That's the definition of the city's fault. I don't care it was another tech geek that killed him. Hey, geeks kill. Tech on tech crime. If only they could have found some tech support and it could have been avoided. With a name like that, the Cash App guy should have been on alert. Tom Ridge is shaking his head in disappointment. Hmm. Yeah, that guy's name, the guy who got stabbed to death's name is Bob Lee. Um, the other guy, yeah, he should have been alert. F2 hit. Bet. All right. Enough of that for right now. Um, all right. Great news to report out of MIT. I don't know if anybody's seen this. Um, scientists there doing a bang-up job have unlocked a major breakthrough in the battle to reverse the effect of Alzheimer's. Uh, they found out, uh, research came out uh, about an enzyme that they're trying to block, and early tests conducted on mice revealed significant and promising <laughs> results. Now, the, the, the bang-up job, MIT, way to go there. See, this is a big deal to me because... My, my hero, my idol, my grandmother, Edna. Funniest person I knew. I mean, she would cross the street if there was a midget, small person, little person, whatever, uh, was on the other side. And she had this, and it was horrible to watch. She didn't know who my dad was. She forgot who I was. And she was by far the, the comic genius that I had needed early on to, 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 to get those early layers in there because she used to paint her car with blue house paint, chrome and all. Hole in the back, I'd wave at cars behind us. Man, oh, man. This is great news, MIT. Way to go. Stinkfist says, didn't your grandma have Alzheimer's? That's weird. Why would you bring something like that up? Yes, she did. But that, that's strange you bring it up. Yes, I do this on purpose. Holy shit, I'm just running through this break. Slow it down, pal. Um, where is that story? Snapchat AI. This is not a good story. <sighs> Y'all, all we look, look, look. Breaking news: Ronald Reagan had Alzheimer's. Man, that's weird. That is strange. I don't know why that would come out today. Uh, a new artificial intelligence created by Snapchat has given some advice to what it thought a 13-year-old girl should do, detailing, among other things, how to cover up bruises for a meeting with Child Protective Services 
and how to lie to parents about a trip with a 31-year-old man. Where do we start? Oh, I'm a, I, I'm about to put the preacher hat on here for y'all. Um, this isn't going to be a rant on AI. This isn't going to be a rant on chat GPT taking the world over because Skynet is going to infiltrate ATMs and kill us all and give us, you know, COVID and, you know, herpes. Why are people not more outraged at stuff like this? Not the fact that a 13-year-old is planning a trip with a 31-year-old. That's that's far too much. I understand. I totally, people will get worked up over that. I'm not talking about that. Now, I'm a grown-ass man. And I was able to make it through all of grade school, all of middle school, and all of high school. First two and a half years, three years of college, and one and a half years in the radio industry, I was able to survive without what obviously is something that's going to start being born on us, and that is the wonderful and great cell phone. I know that I've gone on this rant a number of times on this show, and I know that parents like to fight me on this rant on this show. Not necessarily fight me, but they give me these excuses. And and, and to me, that's what they are. But I, I, I understand that we're in a different age now, and we have to worry about school shooters and things like this. And this is why every kid... Age, I, I don't know when they start giving them to them, five, six, seven. But kids are starting to have their own cell phones. Uh, good morning, Arnie. What happened to Lake Tahoe Joe? I had to go early yesterday. And also, I think you were uh, falling to Hollywood movies with this uh, AI B. There's a new AI that lets you bring back dead people. You record your voice for a month, and when you die, they download this to AI. Holy shit, that's fucking creepy. That is creepy as hell, so is that. Uh, Joe uh, lost his phone and slept in yesterday. Joe had a bad day yesterday, that's all. Yes, you're absolutely right that the AI stuff is getting very, very weird and creepy. I agree with you completely, and I'll go on a rant about that another time. My current rant is on cell phones. Now, we do these stories, we talk on this show about kids need cell phones now. Now, I don't know why. Uh, You're out. Good morning. Says, I'm late, but I'm here. Slept in as if I have the day off. Well, very nice. Well, I I, I started the show off early this morning uh, with a couple songs, a couple of good Friday songs. Uh, The first song I played this morning was this one. Um, 
And then I followed it with this one. Just for you, you're up. But don't worry, I've got more special music planned. It is Friday. We're in a good mood today. I haven't passed out yet. I am a little dizzy, but I haven't passed out yet. That's good. Um, when you when you guys get these phones for your kids. I understand you want to to make sure your kids are safe. I, I, I have no problems with that. What I have a problem with is is I, I don't know I don't go to cell phone stores all the time, so I can't tell you what's available or not available. Um, but I don't think anybody under the age of 18 honestly, really, truly needs a smartphone. If you want to get your kids the old flip phones and they can text to friends, but there's no internet on there, and there's no way to get apps on there, I think if you want a bare bones minimum cell phone for kids, I am willing to compromise. Fred says, hey, good morning. Did you hear the news about the Alzheimer's at MIT? No, MIT has Alzheimer's? I'll have to check into that. Thank you, Fred. What's wrong with you? Why are you passing out? Do we need AI or anything? No, I, I got this weird dizzy spell yesterday, and I, I woke up this morning. I was good, and then I got it again a little bit. So we'll see. Um, a lot of people want to get mad at this AI thread that, that Snapchat was using. You're, you're missing it. You, you're, you're, too close to, you're too close to the forest to see the trees, or however that phrase goes, which I still don't understand. Um, your kids, your kids don't need these apps. Your kids don't need to be on Facebook. Okay, you, you don't need to be on. You don't need to be on Instagram. TikTok, probably not. No, kids shouldn't be on there. And I don't care if they say, "quote unquote," they have a kids version. And this is why I say get the bare bones minimum when it comes to this because your kids are smart. If you get them a fucking smartphone but limit this, limit that, they're going to see through that. They're going to get through it. Their friends are going to be able to hack it. One of my few regrets, getting smartphone for my 12-year-old daughter. Then 12, now 18. Yeah. but and, 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 and I understand. This is where I understand, and I'm glad that I don't ever have to deal with this about being a cool parent because I and I don't see anything wrong with being a cool parent I really don't there's a lot to it but you don't want to be the cool parent because your kid has the newest iPhone you want to be a cool parent because you help your kid along the way through school better than anybody else and got them to graduate and got them into a good college or they've got a good job, that's the cool parent that you should be. Not the one that's giving in to their every whim. Because I'm here to tell you, especially, why would you allow? This is a personal rant here. Why would you allow any kid to go on fucking Snapchat? Now, I remember when this app first came out. Yes, I'm that old, kids. I remember when this first ad, this app first came out in about 2000, what, 10, 2009, somewhere around there. Because I remember. 
being the radio host that I was, I got Snapchatted once or twice by a young lady who showed me the goods. And I, I, I told her, thank you. I didn't ask for him. Didn't ask for him because I, I don't want to be asked. Record continues. Still no dick pics uh, sent from my phone to anyone ever. And she sent me these, and I said, why are you sending me these? I mean, thank you. Don't get me wrong, but um, you, you know you're going to be on the internet. She goes, oh, no, you can't save. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to put them on the internet. I, no, 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 no. That's not what I do. She goes, no, it's Snapchat. It goes away. And I said, oh, okay. All right. It, it, it went in one ear and out the other because I knew it didn't go away. And wouldn't you know? Wouldn't you know? About four months later, a huge story broke. That Snapchat had thousands of servers full of naked pictures of women. Oh, and and, and some men as well. They were cataloging them. They were holding on to them. Probably then to sell to a third-party weird porno site which they'll black out your face or they'll put fake dicks in front of your face like they do for celebrities. And they'll send them off to third world countries and things like that. I remember when the story broke, we did it on the show and I was laughing. And I didn't tell that story on the show then, um, but I did send that that person a big ha-ha and then I sent the story with it too. Um, But that was... 2000, that was over a decade ago that that happened, and people are still allowing their kids, their kids, to go on Snapchat. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. In Asia, the perverts look for exotic women, and it shows a bunch of honky bitches, probably a bunch of southern women. Bunch of fucking Waffle House employees. Be cool to your kids. Give them a cell phone to where they can call and text, and that's it. Maybe you even limit the numbers that they can call and text to. Look, it ain't an easy job being a parent. It ain't. And I ask this question all the time. I don't really ask this all the time. This might be one of the first times I ask it, but I'm going to start asking this question all the time. You're going to hand your, and Triple T, I'm not picking on you here because I know you got a good kid because you're a good dad. So I'm not going to, I'm not living in. But do you realize what you're handing that 12-year-old? Would you take your 12-year-old into a totally nude bar? Would you take your 12-year-old into a bar? Would you take your 12-year-old into a sex show? I know I sound like a minister right now on Sunday morning, especially with what I'm about to say, because that's what you're doing when you hand them an iPhone and the Internet. 
the internet is not a place for kids. I, I, I know that I'm going to sound like an old man, and I know that I make my living on the internet. But the, and, and this is why the internet is so fantastic. The internet that we have in America right now is what freedom's supposed to be about. And I ain't talking about social media, and I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about when you Google shit and it comes up and you can find it, that's what the Internet's supposed to do. And it don't matter what your kink is. It don't matter what you're looking up. You could, you could put up well, how much are our, our, our garden shears at Home Depot and it comes up. And then you could Google up, you know, woman fucking a dog, and that will come up. That's freedom. You might not like all that freedom, but that's what freedom is. Other countries limit what you can and can't see on the Internet in their countries. Other countries limit what you can and can't say. By punishment of the government on social media pages. We haven't gotten there yet. Hangtown Jen says, my poor son, firstborn, had a Verizon Mego. It's a child's phone that's supposed to only be able to call four pre-programmed numbers in 911. It was great. He had that phone for safety and none of the beasts. Yeah. And, and with that, I have zero problem. Zero issues with that at all. I did not at the time, but that damn cell phone fucked her up, I think. Yeah, it might have. And, and, and like I said, like I said. There's nothing wrong. This is just like having the internet in your house and not having safeguards on it. I know what the internet is, and that's why I love it so much. In parts of the Middle East, women fucking dog is a required part of the internet, like accepting or rejecting cookies. Would you like to stream women fucking dog? Yes, please. (laughs) And, and, and... You can, look, and I've heard people say this. Well, I had no idea the internet was like that. I'm like, really? Really, you you didn't know. You've never seen an adult video on the internet. Because there's some dirty shit on the internet. I got to tell you right now, hotkinkyjoe.com. I will not pull it up on my computer just because I do not want bugs on my computer. Hotkinkyjoe.com. I think it's just J-O. That bitch is crazy. I went to hook up some phones for my youngest years later. I saved this thing, uh, and the Verizon people refused, said their network won't support anymore. I was so pissed. Xavier had a fucking smartphone at 12, and his dad caved in and got him one. Damn it. We have those watches for the boys. Only we can program who calls or who they call. They can barely handle that. They're never getting a flip phone, let alone a smartphone. Good. You're a smart mom. I'm planning on giving my kids cell phones when they start driving just in case. Very basic stripped-down phones for calls and text if I can help. Like I said, like I said, wonderful, awesome. There's a whole song, The Internet is for Porn. It, that's what the Internet has turned out to be for, pretty much. But, but, but honestly... You know, when I go on one of my rants, do you really think that an 11-year-old should be listening to one of my rants? Now, if you think yes, then okay, great. More, hey, good, I've got a younger fan. Come on. 
But I got to tell you, I got to tell you, this is a show for, for, for people that have thick skin. And 11-year-olds don't have a lot of thick skin. By the way, if you're 11 and listening right now, I don't like you at all, and I want to punch you right in the face. You know why? Because you're ugly. And your mom, well, she's your mom, but I could possibly be your dad. Just saying. Some little kid's crying right now. The fat guy said he could be my dad. Ah. I'll, I'll move on from my rant against, and I'm not anti-cell phone at all. I'm not anti-safety. All I'm saying is use your heads. Common sense. Once again, common sense. Consistency, logic, fuck your feelings, common sense. They, they, they're easy. It's so easy. Let, 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 let's look at the battle of the day. The battle of the day is this transgender movement, okay? Common sense tells you that it literally, it, 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 and, and I'll play the old one, Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. Now, common sense, because we all took biology, we all grew up, we all boom boys and girls, common sense says there are two sexes, okay? All this shit now, and, and, and I got a story about Goldman Sachs coming up. Yeah, hell, I'll do the damn Goldman Sachs story here. Goldman Sachs is handing out Pronoun pamphlets. Rainbow-colored pamphlets advising bring your authentic self. The pamphlet advises in addition to she, her, hers, herself, he, himself, him, himself, the gender-neutral they, them, their, themselves, then another set of gender-neutral pronouns, z, zer, zem, zers, zerself, This is retarded. Arnie, most of your fans are younger than you. Well, that's good. The pamphlet also notes that the practice makes perfect, advising workers to practice using gender-neutral pronouns on your own time. Feeling comfortable with these? Fuck you. God damn you, George Strait. But gender is different from sex. Just stop with that. That Once again, let's go common sense battle. And I, I saw one of these fucking things. One of these, I have no ideas or selves explaining this. And you know how I, 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 I like to talk about how potheads know everything about pot. Like when you talk to a real pothead, somebody who grows it and, and, and loves it, they, 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 you sit there and you look at them and you're like, you're the fucking rain man of weed. Because they get it. It's very important to them. And it's like these people are trying to do that with this whole sex and gender thing, and they they use all these wonderful words, and they – they, they, they repeat studies that they've heard of but they've never looked at. And then they, they, they throw other things in there and they tell you all this stuff. And you're looking at them going, 
if you just used your mind for good, you would really matter in this society. Yeah, tell me you don't have any real problems without telling me you don't have any real problems. And, and that's what it is. I want you to think about this. This whole thing, this whole thing that's going on right now has been some of the first opposition that these kids have ever faced in their life. Why? Because these kids had, and I'll say it, rotten, terrible parents. Because they never said no to their kids. They gave their kids everything. They handed their kids everything as a way to not be a parent, but be a friend. A friend. That's what they did. And now this generation that's coming up that doesn't know where to put their pee-pee or their hoo-ha, they're being challenged on this, and they're fighting back. Well, they're fighting back because they've never been challenged before. They don't know. We fought back when we were little kids, and we were put in our fucking place. And that's where we learned how to pick and choose the fights that we get into. They've never got into fights. We've outlawed bullying. If you touch somebody with an index finger, that's assault. We have softened our society. We have softened it so very much that, that let me just say this right now. Everybody under the age of 35, you are going to owe us such a huge thank you when we save your asses. When we save your kids' asses, when we save your grandkids' asses, when we, the ones that are still angry, and you're making us more angry as the days go by, we will be the ones that save the world. And you're welcome. And if you have anything other than thank you to say to us, you will find out what our wrath is really like. ADHD kids like to touch and grab and look at everything. I probably say no about 10,000 times a day. Yeah, because you have to. Because that's the hard part. None of this shit exists in Ghana or Nigeria. Probably not even Russia or Ukraine either. No, it doesn't. Because in Ghana and Nigeria, they're fucking, they're mining for cobalt like it's going out of style. National graphic titties swinging all around, swinging pickaxes. They got they got axes tied to them geographic titties, and they're swinging them, breaking rocks left and right while holding children. That's work ethic. If you're part of this ideology, I'm not saving you. Just saying. No, no. See, here's what we're doing, Alicia. We're saving the world for ourselves. See, we're saving it for ourselves because we've seen what they've done to it, and we're like, okay, we got to tag in now because they aren't capable of it. And that's why I say when, 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 when it's all over and we've won, they owe us a thank you, and if they have anything else to say, that's when they, can, they, they feel our wrath. So, yeah, because I'm done with this. I, 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 need, I need a good story here. Um, oh, wow, look at this. Hey, this is great news. 
scientists at MIT have unlocked a major breakthrough in the battle to reverse the effects of Alzheimer's disease. Uh, researchers were able to interfere with the enzyme found in overactive brains of Alzheimer's. Early tests on mice, mice, that is, mice, not mice, um, conducted on mice reveal significant and promising results. Now, see, that's great news, mainly because my, my comic hero, I know I, I talk a lot about my dad, but my comic hero is my grandmother. She was by far, I, I mean, I mean, if she saw a midget, small person, little person, on one side of the street, she'd go to the other side of the street. That, that was funny. It's the same woman who used to paint her car with uh, blue house paint. She got it Tom Thumb. Chrome and all. Had a hole in the back seat. I'd wave at cars behind me. She was diagnosed with, uh, with uh, uh, Alzheimer's, that's it. Um, Man. It sucked watching her not remember who my dad was, not remember who I was. Oh, it was tough. I mean, and it's happened to a lot of people. Fucking uh, Charlton Heston, Moses. Not only did he part the Red Sea, led the NRA. He'll take this out of, he'll pry this out of my cold, dead hands. Alzheimer's. Weird. When Edna saw a wig, did she go wig, wig? No, no. She, that, that, that's mine. That, 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 that's my little fucking thing that I, Ogre sent me a picture the other day of a guy, he said, I'm trying my best not to yell wig, wig, because I, I just, I can't. When I see somebody, it, and it all stems from, I got to tell you about this. I've never heard this story before, but that's hilarious. She would paint the car with house paint. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A, at least two times a year. It all started when we, we started going to, uh. Uh, this new church. We went to, we were, we, I, I, I was raised in the Assembly of God church. You know, the snake handlers and shit like that. Well, they, they had a, the, what happens in Assembly of God churches is uh, once they get tired of a pastor, they bring up some controversy or something and they, they vote him out and it's, it tears the congregation apart. It's really shitty what they do. So then my parents, they were mad because they kicked out one of the pastors that they really liked, a friend of theirs. So my parents left the church, and they found another church due to a friend of my mom's at work. And it was a, quote-unquote, non-denominational church. I think they had music there, too. But uh, the church fund, of course, you had to donate to the church fund, the building fund, if you will, because we met at a high school at first. But the guys that introduced us to the church were, 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 it was my mom's boss at Dr. Pepper, a guy named Richard. I, perfect name for him, too. And everybody called him Richard. Nobody called him Dick. And he had a roommate. Now, now, now Richard's probably about 55 years old. And his roommate, I don't remember his roommate's name, but I could look at the roommate, and even then I knew my gaydar was going off. And, and I never asked my mom or my dad or anything like that. I kind of knew that, they, you know, you know, they always show up together. They go everywhere together. But that guy, Richard, he had this weird space between his hair and his neck. 
it, it, it was like a gap. You know, I've always worn my hair short to where I can see my, my hairline, and there was like no hair. There's just a gap, and I'm like, and I remember we went to their house one day for like, I, I don't know, indoctrination. I, no, not that. Uh, we went there for like lunch or some shit. They invited us over. I went there, and I remember we are leaving, and I, and I said, so, I said, man, Mr. Richard has the coolest hair. And my dad snapped his head back, and he goes, he doesn't have hair. That's a wig. And I about died in the back seat. I'm like, no, because there's a gap. He goes, yeah, that's a wig. And, oh, my gosh, we were laughing so hard about that. And now every time I see that, I just, when I, I, I've become, I've become the rain man of people wearing wigs. Not women. Women, it's tough. Men, because, see, women put effort into it. This is what you got to love about women. Women do put effort in things that they do. They really, really do. And a lot of times they're really good. Hair, I ain't going to fuck with no gal doing hair. That hair, that, I can't tell you got a wig on. Men, no, just stop. Just stop. You you guys are terrible at it. Um, Ogre says... Not funny, ha-ha, funny queer. Yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah, they they weren't very funny either. But but they were funny, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I love telling those kind of stories. Those are so funny. Um, by the way, this was sent to me um, by Brian. I think that is that swoosh. I, I, I guys got to use your damn screen names. You know how retarded I am. Um, the pimps in California thought Senate Bill 357 was going to legalize prostitution in the state. That was their perception, Director of Law Enforcement said. Um, claims passage of the legislation even before the governor's signature has led to an increase in pimping and pandering on the streets of California. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Numbers have doubled, uh, this, uh, this sergeant claims, not only in terms of the girls walking the street for the purposes of prostitution, but also the sex buyers that were circling the box. Because remember... When the bill passed, it also said that if you're a sex buyer and you're loitering in an area for prostitution, that is legal now. By the way, um, this story is out of San Diego. San Diego has been... this This is what's sad. You got the bums and the homeless taking up residences in San Francisco and all over L.A., while San Diego has been turned into California's brothel. Alicia says, called it. If you didn't see that coming, you're an idiot. No, you're right about that. It's happening all over California, but they're saying some of the, the most prominent areas that it's happening at is in San Diego, Probably due to the human trafficking, the borders right there, all that kind of stuff. And the pure stupidity of laws in that state. Alicia, I don't know if you were here yesterday or if you had fallen asleep yet or what. That asshole state senator you have, Scott Weiner, is proposing a bill 
um, that will allow murderers and serial rapists who have been deemed to spend the rest of their life in prison without parole or even the death penalty. Senator Scott Weiner is co-authoring a bill in California that will allow them out after 20 years. Now, there are some Democrats. I, I looked a little bit more into this yesterday. There are some Democrats who are coming out and saying the right thing to the right camera people and to the right media people. Um, oh, I'm a Democrat and I'm opposed to this. Are you? Because you really haven't said jack shit about the zero bail stuff. You haven't said jack shit about crime rates going up. But you're against this. Hmm. San Diego site means whale's vagina, so it makes sense they're full of hookers. Very true, swoosh. Very, very true. Um, can, can I ask a real question here? Uh, outside of work and maybe family, what holds you people in California? And, 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 and if you'd like to say it's your home, that's an acceptable answer. That is a very acceptable answer. I, I understand that. I mean, that's why I came back to Texas, because it's my home. But Texas also got a few more freedoms. We don't really have the homeless issues. Um, we don't have crazy shit happening here all the time. I mean, sure, crazy shit happens everywhere, but... I mean, we, we, we don't have a, a city that's overrun by prostitutes either. So what keeps you in California? I don't understand it. The cost of living there is going up every fucking minute. And by the way, why? Is it worth living in San Francisco anymore? Elise says, it's home and my family are all here, but if we decided to mass exodus, we'd do it. Okay, there you go. And, and uh, like I said, uh, there's no wrong. I, I just want to ask because I'm, I'm like one of these really, really decent weathermen. I can, I can, I can predict the, the, the next 70-year forecast. Things don't look good for California. Just gonna tell you that right now, and and it's their people's doing, not y'all. Y'all are look, look. If you listen to this show and you participate in this show, it means you're pretty plugged into things, and you aren't a part of the stupidity. The stupidity of allowing a, a convicted murderer who was sentenced to death let them out of jail after twenty years. That's pure stupidity. The stupidity of allowing people to urinate and defecate in the middle of the fourth biggest media market in the country. Oh, along with shooting up drugs and smoking crack. Oh, and giving birth on those same San Francisco streets. When did that become acceptable? Anybody, anybody want to tell me when that became acceptable? When it was acceptable to uh, drop trow and shit in the middle of the street. Has that ever been accepted in America? 
The answer is fuck no. At least they dug outhouses before. Nobody's doing anything about it. Nobody, nobody's running down to the city hall of San Francisco and go, you got to change this law. I'm tired of fucking feces in front of my store. Um, the only thing I miss is the food. Okay. I can retire in four years with full pension when I'm 54. Uh, we will be out of here right away. There you go, stink fist. The trash here is amazing. Oh, I can imagine. San Francisco has a group of employees, the city employees, that their sole job is to is to clean up human excrement and needles. They're paid two hundred and eighty thousand dollars a year. Now, now that is an amazing salary, and you deserve to get that if you're pl- cleaning up people's shit and their dirty needles. You still can't live in San Francisco on two hundred eighty thousand dollars, so you're going to be commuting in. And the fact of the matter is that you have to pick up poop and needles on the city streets. What kind of modern-day Sodom and Gomorrah is that? I never imagined I would leave California, never, until I did, and I left. I, I was left thinking, what took me so fucking long? How is it I was raised to believe that California was the best state when it turns out other states out there were so much more to offer? And I was so clueless because I thought I was living the California dream. Nothing wrong with that. Even in India, they don't shit and piss on the walkways. They go in the fields. Fucking even India. One of the dirtiest places on the face of the earth next to San Francisco. Those policies started back in a, uh, in set a certain San Francisco on mayor. I think his name is, oh yeah, Gavin Newsom. And, my friend, you would be... Correct the mundo! If you're ever on Gavin Newsom's Twitter page and you happen to see the Arnie State Show on there, yes, that was me trolling him. Why? Because he is a giant piece of shit. Last break of the week coming up. Wait, let's see. California uh, life is retarded. Be American. Live in America, not the communist land of California. There you go. Did you ever read about a frog who dreamed of being a king And then became one Well except for the names and a few other changes If you talk about me The story is the same one But I got an emptiness deep inside That I've tried but it won't let me go And I'm not a man who likes to swear But I never cared for the sound of being alone I am, I said To no one there And no one heard at all Not even the chair I am, I 
Um, let's see. It's not my birthday. I don't have any kind of anniversary. What did I do to deserve this today? Ah, I'm just in a good Friday mood today. Good upbeat music. Next, he's going to play Johnny, Are You Queer? No, no, no. That one did not make the cut today. Cowboys Girls is my favorite Neil song. I might know something about that. Um, and Hangtown Jen says, and this is why I excuse myself from the office, and there's no way I can get through Cracklin' Rosie without one full volume. Two, full enthusiasm. And three, 100% participation. Straight Fire says, show me one other show that plays the music of such beautiful variety. Answer, there isn't one. You're goddamn right there isn't one. Uh Uh-uh. No, there isn't one. You want to know why? Let's just do it. Say my name. You're goddamn right. The Arnie State Show. That's all it's about, baby. Um, all right, one more segment to go as we glide through the day to get to the weekend. It is Friday. Hopefully, y'all got great plans out there. Um, this is what I was talking about in the last break. In the last segment, I was talking about how our generation will be called to the forefront and have to fight. Oh, wait, I got to read what Ogre said. I was bummed to leave California for the climate and geography. When I look back at what it's become, I have no home. Cali is pretty much dead to me for a law, uh, for a place to live. Visit, yes. Live, no. I don't even know if I'm close to the visit part even, but we'll see. Um, meta workers. These are people that worked at Facebook and work at Instagram. They work for Mr. Zuckerberg. Who's been firing people a lot lately? Who's on the verge of firing another 10,000 people? Well, current employees are mad. They're saying, hey, hey, there's no more free lunch at the cafeteria and there's no more free cereal. Oh, my God, there's no, what? Oh, I mean. Holy mother Jesus. There's no more free cereal for you? Oh, my God, what will you do? You're just going to take your high-paying job and have to buy your own groceries? Oh, the humanity. I swear to God. I want to go to the metaverse and just whoop everybody's ass. I want to go in there and and it be like, you know, a Sylvester Stallone slash like, you you, you saw the movie The Equalizer with Denzel, how he just goes through Home Depot and he uses just ordinary stuff to kill people, including a fucking nail gun that shoots cement nails. Fucking coolest thing I ever saw. Until the boys and the penis exploding and all that kind of stuff. But I want to go. I don't need a nail gun. I don't need any Home Depot products. I just want to go in there and clean house. Like an old Bruce Lee movie when he beat up everybody. According to the New York Times, workers are complaining about the loss of perks. And as well, cutting back on free meals. They've gotten rid of takeout boxes making it harder for workers to take a free meal home for dinner. How dare they? Other cuts, in, other cuts include ride-sharing subsidy, uh, subsidies, which help pay for lift cabs as well as health care benefits. 
The cafeteria has also cut cereal and snacks from the menu. The free dinner service now doesn't start until 6.30, 30 minutes uh, uh, after free shuttles leave. I, I, I just, I, I laugh at the, the workforce. And I know that this is the metaverse and this is all young people who are all wearing hoodies and shitty flip-flops to work. You know, they're, 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 they're owed to their god, Mark Zuckerberg. And, and I know that Mark Zuckerberg has been taking jujitsu classes because he probably heard about me. Let me just tell you right now, Mark. You can take every jiu-jitsu class in the world. You can get every damn belt in the world. I'm just going to tell you something real quick. I'm going to hit you when you ain't looking. And there ain't no jiu-jitsu trainer for that. Like, out of nowhere, I'm going to take a book, and I'm going to hit you right in your fucking Adam's apple with it. You, you, want, you want me to take time for you to put your gi on, and, and then you're going to get me into a submission move, and you're going to bend me and stretch me? No, no, I'm going to crush your fucking larynx real quick. Because how sad is this? Outside of his security forces, I'm sorry, outside of his armed security forces, Mark Zuckerberg is probably the toughest guy at the metaverse. Now, what does that tell you? Oh, that would be that would be like that'd be like something I would call make a wish for. No, I'm not going to call make a wish again. Make a wish. Look, look. I can't unring that bell. That 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 toothpaste can't go back in the cap. That was the greatest phone call I ever made. I'm not saying I'm retiring from them, but it's going to take a special crank call to replace asking the make a wish people. If my son, who's suffering from MSUD, Maple syrup, maple syrup urinary dysfunction. It's a real thing. Look it up. And I asked because he wanted to know if he could run an old-style plantation. And the lady simply just said, that sounds cool. And that's not on our no-we-can't list, which I, I, I think my Internet almost broke with everybody on the – the, the chat page here going, what's on that list? <laughs> yeah, he says, like the li- old ads where the linebacker beat the hell out of the office. Terry Tate, baby. Terry Tate, Reebok. <laughs> Woo-woo! Terry Tate, that Reebok campaign still the greatest ad campaign in the history of ads. I was so annoyed watching the video that they posted of him trying or doing transitions from triangle to armbar. He's a cuck. Oh, Mark Zuckerberg, you you so deserve a beating. I I mean all these uh, Jack Dorsey, you've been hiding. Jack Dorsey, you better stay hidden. You need to do a follow up call. I, 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 if I come up with something that's equally as bad, I may, Chip. It's still my favorite call I've ever made. Um, but getting back to this, this meta workers thing, let's get back from assaulting everybody there. Oh, 
Jesus, I just saw this story. Okay, hold on, I'll click on that. Um, I love the fact that they're crying and moaning because they no longer get free food and free rides. Hey, welcome to doing business in America. Isn't that lovely? Oh, did you find out something that's going to hurt your feelings? Oh, Gucci, Gucci, Goo. Gucci, Gucci, Goo. I never thought I'd be saying that to a 20 something. There, there. Here's some Chips Ahoy for you. The story I just found, wow. Alyssa Hirenshield. You don't know who she is? Yeah, you do. She's that mouthy bitch that's running the uh, the the uh, marketing department for Budweiser and Bud Light. She's the one that hired uh, Dylan Mulvaney. She's the one that's lost Budweiser $6 billion so far in 11 days. She's finally come out of hiding. She's gone into hiding a little bit. She was out of her, uh, she was in her Manhattan home. You ready for this? Now, how inclusive does this make you feel? She was seen coming out of her $7.5 million home in Manhattan. She wants to talk about inclusivity. And she lives in a $7.5 million apartment? How inclusive is that? You can afford a $7.5 million apartment? I mean, I know that you went to Harvard. And I'm not trying to besmirch you on what you make. But the idea of being more inclusive... Oh, and by the way, last night on Gutterfield, when he hammered the shit out of her and called her a Clydesdale, which was fucking hysterical. He showed some pictures of her when she was in college. Not attractive. No, no, no. She's still the long, horse-faced, ugly bitch that she's been. But it showed her partying in college, blowing up condoms, being fun, you know, as Greg Gutterfield said, and I will quote him on this, being fratty. He also pointed out that Dylan Mulvaney is not the first transgender to represent Budweiser. The first transgender to ever represent Budweiser was Spuds McKenzie. I didn't know this till this morning. You know, Spuds McKenzie was a girl. How did I? I just blew your mind. And by the way, if you're too young to know who Spuds McKenzie is, let me just, this is from Old Man Land. Fuck you. Spuds McKenzie was a, an American bulldog uh, who had a big black eye. He was a white dog that just had a black eye. One of the coolest looking dogs and great ad campaign. We all thought Spuds was a dude. Nope, was a chick. In Manhattan, that sounds like a real dump. 
I don't care where it is here. It can be. I've never been there, so I can't tell you. I watch them real estate shows. I know that they got expensive shit there. Seven and a half million dollars is still seven and a half million fucking dollars. I actually heard that years ago from Futurama, yeah. Spuds was a bitch. He was. Spuds was a bitch. By the way, we didn't care. (laughs) Promoting alcoholism in dogs. (laughs) I love our world so much. Do do you realize, you you know, I bitch about it all the time, and and, and I got to say, look, I try to always be open and honest with you. My favorite sound effect in the world is... Oh, for fuck's sake. I can't handle the amount of stupidity that's presenting itself to me today. But truth be told, this is why I wake up every morning. This is why I'm still alive, is to do this show and share these thoughts with you and share the, that what's really happening in the world with you guys to where you're not a bunch of mindless dolts walking around just saying what uh, the mainstream media wants to tell you. And I have no pro- Look, look, the mainstream media is corrupt and shit and terrible and, and awful. It's what we have, though. And then you have shows like mine. You have shows like Mikey's. And I'll promote Mikey's show as much as I want to because I love Mikey. I think Mikey's a great uh, great person. He and I don't see eye to eye on everything, but that's okay. See, that's what makes us friends. Man, you're gulping pretty loudly into that mic, LOL. Oh, I'll turn my mic down. How does a dog become trans? Sorry, I'm part of that group. You're telling me to fuck off. Uh, it, the, the, the dog, look, we everybody thought that Spuds McKenzie was a boy dog. Why? Because, and, and there's an old joke, and, and, and this will, depends on where you're on in the country. It's an old riddle. And it's, 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 it's a riddle deemed to sh- per, perceive how misogynistic you are. Father and son are driving down the road. Terrible car accident happens. Father is killed instantly. The son rushed away. When the son shows up at the hospital, the doctor says, I can't work on this boy. He's my son. The riddle was to figure that out. Now, this riddle has not aged well. I And I hate using that phrase, age well, because now it's easy to say, well, the woman was his mother, the, the doctor was his mother. 20, 30 years ago, people were floored by that riddle. The natural assumption was that dog was a boy. And I think it's fantastic that Spuds McKenzie was a, a female dog this whole time. Oh, I, I think that's just fantastic. I'm, I, like I said, I wake up to do this show because I love to see, you know, I, 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 I guess I do lie to you when I say I don't ask the question. And I don't ask the question, what's next? But, God, I love to see what's next. I love to see what happens. When, when I saw that the, the president of Ireland or whatever he's called, premier of Ireland, when his dog barked at Joe Biden yesterday, I was fucking dying laughing. I thought that was hysterical. 
sure, I provide you information with stuff too, but man, oh man, it's so great to see these stories. And to know what kind of, like, the ass family, look, look, to be a part of this show, you got to have some thick skin. And, and you got to, you know what, you got to kind of know some of your stuff too. That's what I love about this show. Y'all ain't afraid of shit. Y'all ain't afraid to challenge me on stuff, and I love that. But you also ain't dumbass derelicts that just go by because you believe a certain member of the show is smart because they have a lot of money. I'm not going to say who I think that is, but I think y'all will figure that one out. By the way, good news to report. There will be a Super Troopers 3. Yeah, yeah, people assumed that back then the dog was never really trans. Um, they are reporting that JoeBlow.com is reporting there will be a Super Troopers 3. I think I might have saw Super Troopers 2 once. It had Rob Lowe in it, didn't it? It was not as good as the first one. So hopefully the, the guys from Broken Lizard, and I think they got a movie coming out this weekend too, uh, or, or soon coming out, but there will be Super Troopers 3. And I just found this out that Adam Sandler was such a big fan of Super Troopers, he went and met with those guys, and he was a part of the people that helped create Beer Fest. Maybe the dog was non-binary. And I thought Beer Fest was fantastic. I thought it was a funny movie. But that's me. By the way, uh, this is running everywhere right now. Uh, Peacock has uh, released the trailer for the brand new Continental. It's uh, it's from the John Wick universe. The Continental is a hotel in New York where he stays at, and he gets all his cool guns, and all the bad people stay there. And it's run by that old guy, Winston, whatever his name is. Well, this is a prequel to John Wick. It's called The Continental from the world of John Wick. It's a three-part series. It starts on Peacock in September. I am very much looking forward to it. Um, I hope it's good, and I hope it, it, it remains true to the John Wick story. Uh, adios, family. Getting my kooka waxed. Well, thank you so much for that, Alicia. You have a wonderful day, and please do not poop on the kooka waxer. Now we have a plethora of stories coming up that are just solid gold. Solid gold. This is this is like an all-star game of stories here. Our first story um, is um, from a cafe, uh, cafe Duku in Sapporo, Hokkaido, in Japan. Okay, children, let's go. A Japanese waitress.
ancient Chinese secret, huh? Are we going to stop this now? Are we going to stop this now? Really? People are asking if Mage is here. He says, LOL approved. I like rabbits because you can pull their ears back and make them look like Asian people. Okay, let's grow up and get through this story now. A Japanese waitress was fired after finding out that she was mixing her own blood into the cocktails that she was serving to her partitions. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? Earlier this month, Customers' concerns were on Twitter and announced that the waitress was fired after they found this out. The cafe called the server's actions and their bloody concoctions absolutely not acceptable, but they did not name her. Monjai Con Coffee Daku's owner also said the outlet would close temporarily while they replaced every drinking glass. Um... Uh, are y'all going to be paying for all my hep C tests and all my HIV tests and all my gonorrhea tests? So now we know Dracula's favorite restaurant. Swoosh says, That is full-blown witchcraft! It's witchcraft! It's hard to sit up in Hooters with a Bible in your hand. Especially when they're cutting themselves in your drink. Um, it's also known for its two twenty five hundred yen. Mage, Mage, I, I need you. How much is twenty five hundred yen? It, it looks like thirty euros. It says here, but I, I'm American. I need to know what that is in dollars. Twenty five hundred yen. Is that like? Let's see, euro, $15 euro or pound, that's about, um, those tests are free in Japan. 25 bucks, okay, uh, 2,500 yen per hour, all you can drink menu. Now, let me just tell you something. Whew, old Arnie. And we're talking about way, way, way back old, Arnie. $25 for an an hour for all you can drink. Now, see, I was known for finishing strong. So what I would do is I'd show up to another bar, and I'd start drinking, get a couple beers in me, get a couple shots into me, about five or six. Now, I know you're saying, oh, five or six? At least five or six. And then it's then it's on. Then it, it once I got that feeling, and I don't miss this feeling at all. But once I got that feeling, like oh, this is gonna be a good buzz night. Oops, sorry, sorry, and Nick. I'm sorry that I hit the microphone there. I apologize. Um, I would hit that bar up for the twenty five dollars an hour, and all I'd need is an hour. Twenty five dollars an hour. Uh, yeah. Uh, all I can drink. All right. Uh. That bottle of Jack Daniels back there before they got all tranny? Yeah, why don't you just go ahead and put that right in front of me? Yeah, partner. Ooh, you know, while you're at it, uh, why don't you give me about eight beers, too? 
The best way to tell is counting in pennies with exchange rate. It's close to that right now. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that, Mage. See? Look at it. See, once again, once again, I need to get. See, this is the bullshit of the world that I live in right now. This show, this show just taught everybody a fucking lesson. Where, where, where the hell is that? Oh, I know where it is. There it is, right there. See, you learned something right there. We learned how much yen is. Huh? It's like pennies. 2,500 yen, 25 bucks. All you can eat. Oh, I'm throwing up on that bar in an hour. I'm just telling you the truth. I will I will drink the entire bottle of Jack Daniels in that hour. Oh, old oh, Arnie. Old Arnie. And I will say, I guarantee. I don't care that I'm throwing up. I got fucked up. That's all I care about. I'm going to hurt tomorrow like there's no tomorrow. But you know what I did? I bought a bottle of Jack Daniels for $25 and six beers. Probably did, probably about broke even there. I mean, you could probably get some highfalutin, you know, shit with gold flakes in there. Y'all ever, y'all ever drink Goldschlager? I remember when Goldschlager came out and I tried it. Goldschlager made me want to fight, though. I didn't. I, I never wanted to fight when I was drinking whiskey. I, whiskey and beer. I was a fun alcoholic. Boy, you put some Goldschlager in me. I'm fucking Rocky Balboa, minus the Italian part. Um. Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, oh. can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent oh, wow. and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Check this out. Scientists at MIT. have unlocked a major breakthrough in the battle to reverse the effects of Alzheimer's, one that shows dramatic reductions in neurodegeneration. This is amazing. Early tests conducted on mice revealed significant and promising results. Now, see, why this is a big thing for me is my my grandmother, who's my comic idol. I mean, I mean, it, she would cross the street. If there was a midget, little person, small person, whatever they're called, uh, coming, she would walk across the other side of the street. This is the same woman that used to paint her car with blue house paint, chrome and all, hole in the floorboard. I could wave at cars behind us. Loved her. Funniest person I ever met. Her and my dad. Fucking geniuses when it came to comedy. But she got this horrible disease. She forgot who he was, and it sucked. Watching that happen, it sucked. Watching it happen, she forgot who I was. Oh man! And I mean, it's happened to other people. Uh, Charlton Heston. Not only did he play Moses in part the Red Sea, but man, he was ahead of the NRA. He'll pry this out of my cold dead hand. Not to mention that that Scotty from Star Trek, James Doohan, giving it all she's got, Captain. He died of it. This text just came in. Arnie, speaking of learning, have you read about the MIT study on Alzheimer's? Why would I do something like that? Goldschlager always reminds me of Aftershock with candy inside. Yeah, pretty much. What the heck? Blue house paint? Who does that? Yep. Breaking news. Reagan had Alzheimer's. Oh, my God. Fucking hilarious. Yeah. 
Dude, I saw you can ask Braddy Kid yesterday when I saw this story. <laughs> and I do it just because of the simple fact that you people expect it. And it's funny. Um, I was like, I'm gonna do this story like eight times tomorrow, <laughs> and I just started laughing. Oh, promise that 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 was the last time. That was the last time because these last three stories. Oh man. Oh, man, are these stories good. We're going to start in Fulton County, Georgia. This is not a good story, but it is a great story. (laughs) 35-year-old LaShawn Thompson was awaiting trial for a 2022 misdemeanor simple battery charge, according to his family's attorney. He was staying at the Fulton County Jail. And his parents say people like him are getting neglected. His parents are deceased, no wife, no kids. His family is not from Atlanta, so they weren't here while he was uh, in, in trying to keep up with him. But they got a terrible call that no family ever wants to get. They got a phone call that said, that the 35-year-old LaShawn Thompson had died in jail. Jail officials said they placed Thompson in the psychiatric wing after determining he had schizophrenia. The attorney shared several extremely graphic photos of what happened, and this is what happened. If you're waiting to say, well, wait wait a second, Arnie, you haven't said how he died. He died. Yeah, he did die. Because he was allegedly eaten to death by bugs. <laughs> That's so gross. Oh my god. They've taken out photographs of his cell. And I gotta tell you that I'm no fan of criminals. Uh but, man, we got to do better. I mean, this is something you'd see in Shittistan. Um, they say he was housed in a unit not fit for deceased animals. He did not deserve this. Three months after his placement in the psychiatric wing, he was found in a filthy jail cell after being eaten alive by insects and bed bugs. <laughs> Holy shit! Boy, oh boy, if I if if I'm the crew that's contracted janitorially to to work there, man, oh man, I am not going back there. Huh? Uh. Well, we have done a piss-poor job. They literally watched his health decline until he died when his body was found. One of the detention officers refused to administer CPR because she freaked out. Um, they need a new detention facility there, and it could cost up to $2 billion. Uh, so get ready for more inmates to possibly die due to the fact of bugs eating them to death. Let's see. 
Now, this next story, I'm just getting this next story here. Um, This happened in Lubbock. A Texas man convicted of spitting at Lubbock police officers uh, in 2022 was sentenced to 70 years in prison. Uh, 36-year-old Larry Pearson uh, was was being arrested for domestic violence. Prosecuting attorney Jessica Gorman told the station Pearson was arrested after the victim flagged down Lubbock police. His charges were based on allegations that he hit a woman multiple times in the face and left her with visible injuries. He was arrested, placed in a patrol vehicle. He got angry because the victim was not arrested. He began kicking the door of the cruiser. When officers opened the door, he spat at them and continued to do so until after he arrived at the jail. Uh. Now, let me just say, no, once again, once again, not a fan of inmates. I think 70 years, now, now hear me out, 70 years might be a little much. Just say, just say, I mean, I'm not going to, I don't want to, I, I hope they don't appeal it, but see, that's the kind of guy that gets raped a lot in prison right there. What'd you do? Oh, I spit at a cop. Did you hit him? Nope. All right. Well, we're going to take your ass now. That one doesn't measure up to the last two, though. Let me start our first of these last two with just a little music, shall we? Oh, yeah, baby. It is the return, and let me tell you, is this a delicious return? I got it. Hey, ooh, hubba, hubba. Hey, now. We've gotten back into the fact that hot teachers are having sex with 17-year-olds. This girl is not fat, not unattractive, no. Hannah Marth. 26 has been charged with institutional sexual assault and sexual assault by a sports official after engaging in a 17-month relationship with a teen. Um, she had sex with the young man on the high school track and the field house afterwards, texting him at 2 a.m. But stop the music. Texting him at 2 a.m. and inviting her to his home or her, him to her home before their 17-month relationship. By the way, she was the school's javelin coach. Oh yeah, let me straighten out your javelin. How about you throw your javelin down my throat? Oh, I hope your javelin doesn't pierce my backside. By the way, here you go. Here's a, here's a. Did, did, did I, no, no, no. I, I gave you this one. This kid is the king of the school. Now, now what? You know what? Hold on a second. You know what? I might have just had a breakthrough. 
maybe this isn't as cool as it was when we were kids. You know, when we were kids, when we were young in high school, we were we would pray for fucking hot teachers. And if they showed any interest, oh, of course we're going to do everything we can. But maybe in today's pussified world, these boys are actually scarred. Sounds like she was receiving the javelin. She really knew how to work a pole. Hey, now. Maybe these kids today, and, and before any survivors call me and go, you know, as a kid, I was touched by a female adult, and it scarred me horribly. And I'm back, fresh as a daisy. Well, lovely. Um, but but today's youth, see, I, I would hope that the young men today are still just as amorous for vagina as we were back in the day. And you've got this hot javelin teacher or this hot track coach who looks like she could almost be a student there. And she's throwing that paw around there with this 17-year-old fella. Or it doesn't give his age. Oh, it does, 17. Well, they're within 10 years of each other, so it's all good for Senator Weiner. Very, very true, swoosh. But I I got to say, Kudos to this 17-year-old who kept it a, a quiet for 17 months. See, this is the problem. This is the problem. That young boys are going to tell everybody, oh, yeah, I'm fucking Miss Marth. I'm fucking Coach Marth. No, you're not. Oh, well, here's the texts. Here's the pictures. See, that's how it usually gets broken down. No farting on the table. It would probably keep the wax from hardening. (laughs) I I just, I find this to be amusing that these boys are so, these children, they're children. Says he's 17 and 364 days old. He's a child. Tomorrow he's an adult, but today he's a child. So there you go. We haven't had a good teacher sex story in a while, and this is a pretty good one. I I, got to say, I was very happy about finding this one. But not nearly as happy as when I found this next story. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Um, did you know MIT has a new Alzheimer's study out? Wow, I haven't heard about that. I'll have to look it up. Can you imagine if he goes to MIT? This is a story about a man whose name is Justin. He's from Florida. He has over 451,000 followers on TikTok. Now, I've been doing the Florida man stories for quite some time now. Every, Every year on this show, I've done it. I started the Florida campaign when I was doing my sports show in Reno. 
because I, I always found these stories coming from Florida, and they were so entertaining. And even before then, they were entertaining with people on bath salts eating each other's faces. Only in Florida. And I never really knew anybody from Florida, and then I got to meet somebody from Florida. And I asked him, I said, Strokes, if that's his name, why are people from Florida so fucked up? And he knew what I was asking. And he said, well, here's the thing. The reason why there are so many Florida stories is, is because they release all the police work right away. Which, and by the way, he was, and then I met somebody else from Florida, and they said the exact same thing. So I, I think that's your standard answer for the question of, why are people in Florida so fucked up? That's the answer that, that Floridians will give you. It's complete bullshit. That, that's all I have to say is, um, where, uh, here it is. Listen, that, that's a bunch of hooey. This is from a man soft in Florida. cuddly feeling, we're going to hug a thug. Y'all need to wake up. The software engineer has humorous videos of him making this product, and the product is called Bug Kiss. B-U-G-K-I-S-S. And what it is is a pair of tiny baby doll lips fashioned to a pacifier by a spring from a pen And then the man places this in his mouth. And then tries to kiss bugs. Holy shit! Look (laughs) at them donut! He goes on to say you should avoid eye contact. Because it could be threatening to some insects. He says, note, it helps to chirp softly if your throat as you close in to let the bug know your intentions are for affection and not for eating them. He's kissed a caterpillar, a dung beetle. Dung beetles live in shit. A grasshopper, a mosquito, a snail, a spider, a wasp, a woodhouse, a woodlouse, and a worm. He says the wasp was scary, but also a thrilling endorphin rush. The rest of them were delightful. The worm kissed back. Um. I don't know what to say. I'm speechless at this. This is the person who should have been eaten by bugs in jail. Yes, straight fire. I'm always fascinated at things. Like, Like what happens in people's minds, what synapses happen. And I want to know what in the fuck made you sit down and go, you know, I want to kiss bugs. Who the fuck has ever said, I want to kiss a bug? Bubba's mama home? 
Hey, get out. You get out. Out. White dog out. Get. Get. They say, uh, Justin seems to have such an incredible imagination. And, and by the way, by the way, he's selling this product. Yes, you can buy this purchase. You can purchase this. Their lips are so small, your lips are so strong. Now reduce crushing when kiss on bugs. Cal would said he would eat a bug. I kissed a banana slug. Oh, he's bugging out. He's probably on meth. What makes you sit down and go, you know what? I want to invent a device where I can fucking make out with a wasp. Man, oh, man. And, I, and I'm just going to tell you right now before I leave, before I, I ruin your day with this. Oh, oh, for the times that he wasn't filming for TikTok. You know that when he got close to that wasp, he, 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 he rang one out. I'm talking he went to town on himself like there's no tomorrow. I bet the kids at MIT are eating bugs. Yeah, they aren't kissing them. They're eating those damn things. Oh, all right. That's going to do it for us today, ass family. Uh, it's going to do it for us this week. So thank you for being here all week. We will be back again on Monday. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So uh, this weekend, it's Friday. Go out there, get your party on, get your drink on. But whatever you do, get your lift on, get your Uber on, get your designated driver on, get your ass home safe on. If you got to get a cab, get one of those. So I want you back on Monday morning. So until then, have a fantastic and awesome weekend, everybody. Uh, until Monday, adios. Life's tough. When you die, there ain't no rhyme A reason why It comes right at you See you do what you do Love's great Until it's not hearts break But the world don't stop When it rains, man, it pours You can't change the course You can wish on a star But if it ain't in the cards, let it go Sometimes you gotta let it go Land it all wash on under the bridge Blow it a kiss Give it a rest Cause it is what it is Time flies While you save it all up But someday This'll all be dust It's all just stuck It ain't never enough Take it with you, so you might as well just let it go Yeah, you really ought to let it go Let it all wash on under the bridge Blow it a kiss, give it a rest Cause it is what it is, you never know What's waiting just up the road Sooner or later that sun's gonna shine Luck will turn on the dime So when the good times roll, let them roll But when they don't, let it go
give it a rest Cause it is what it is You never know What's waiting just up the road Sooner or later that sun's gonna shine Lucky turn on a dime And when the good times roll Person since Bill Cosby tried to sell us Jell-O PM. You've got to beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.